Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Healthy is Hot podcast. I'm your host, Chloe Wilde, TV host by day, sweatpant connoisseur by night, and a health and a life coach always. From hashtag to movement, we believe that loving all sides of you is what's healthy, and healthy is hot. Come hang out as we have raw, real conversations with badass individuals living passionate lives, thriving to make their dreams come true, and diving deep into how they got to where they are. And the best part? How health is a key component of all of it. From the highs to the lows, we get into it. From fitness to mental health to aspirational careers, get ready to be inspired. Also, we don't hold back. There might be swearing, there's definitely going to be some laughing. And hopefully you can take something away from these conversations to live your best life, to live your healthiest hot life. Brought to you by Clarence. I'm so excited to talk to you because uh, a couple episodes ago, we dove deep into manifestation and that conversation left me wanting even more. So I like to use the word conscious manifest or the term conscious manifestation because I feel like a lot of people ask me like, okay, DeAndre, like, how do I start manifesting? Or like, I want to start manifesting. Like, how do I get into it? And I'm like, well, you're always manifesting. Like you've always been doing this since birth. Like you've always been, you know, having an idea or having a vision of something that you want to experience a reality that you prefer, and then bringing that into your existence. And that is literally manifestation. So we're always doing it. It's more so getting conscious of the process and like what you're doing. And so when you're practicing conscious manifestation, you get to choose like, what do I want to experience? What do I want to call in? Like, what do I want my life to be like? And that's the conscious part is like actually, you know, harnessing the power and saying like, I have a a say in what I get to experience. You're right. A lot of us manifest all the time, but we don't even realize it. We're not really in tune with it. Therefore, we can't really harness the power. Exactly. Mindfulness in general is just a practice that we can all like put into place in so many different parts of our lives. And it just helps you to live a better life because you're literally just being present. That's what mindfulness is, is just being present in the moment and allowing yourself to enjoy whatever it is that you're experiencing, whether it's like a good meal or a good book or just like a certain experience that you're having. When did you realize the power of manifestation and how did it impact your life? Like, how did you get to where you are today? Thank you. Um, So I would say I, I kind of learned about this when I was super young before I even had like the name manifestation of the term in my head. Like I remember being a kid and thinking, okay, I just thought about this thing or I just had this thought and all of a sudden this thing happened. And I remember I literally thought I'm a witch. And I remember having these moments where I was so afraid of like my thoughts. I was just like, okay, I need to be very conscious of my thoughts. I need to be very conscious of being positive and not necessarily negative when I think about the things that I love and the people that I love because I can bring that to life. And that was sort of like my first experience with this idea of your thoughts manifesting, your thoughts becoming reality. Um, And then in college, I had a friend who was super into a lot of like super spiritual stuff. And like, he was, he was a vegan. He was that kind of person. Like he didn't watch the news. Like he read certain books and he introduced me to a lot of that stuff. And then I just started to dive deep. Like I was reading, of course I read the secrets and I watched the movie, but then I started to read a lot of other just like philosophical books where they were talking about manifestation, like think and grow rich, a classic, but it really just goes into how a lot of these things are not new. There are practices Mm. that people have been doing for years and years and years, things that people have understood for years and years about energy, about the way that the world works, about the way that we work. And 
it's sort of like once you actually see that knowledge and read that knowledge and harness it in your life, you can change your life. So I just had to dive into like all that good stuff when I was in college. And honestly, it inspired a lot, it inspired a couple different tattoos. It inspired definitely Manifest Daily, the podcast that I have. It's inspired conversations with friends. Um, it's inspired a lot of decisions that I've personally made in my life, including the decision to move to Dallas. But it really all... I would say it definitely started when I was younger, but I would say that I had the ability to sort of read the text and grasp the knowledge in a really um, hopeful way in college. Wow. So you, you know, the, the knowledge of manifestation, like not only are you living and breathing it, but you, it sounds like you have like a full-blown education in manifestation <laughs> and also just like the historical yeah. evidence of it, which is cool. Cause obviously right now I feel like it's having a moment. It's very much, very much so, which we love. Yeah. We love we, I love the buzzword, <laughs> but I think it's also important to like give credit where credit is due and that manifestation is not something new, but there are individuals like you helping it reach a way larger audience. And I think right now, given the times we're living in, people need a little bit of hope. People need to believe that like they actually deserve to live their dream life and they deserve to go after what they want. It's just going to take a little bit of work. And maybe part of that work is manifestation. Exactly. Yeah. And I agree with you. I think that often, like not even often, like all the time, there are moments where we're going to need that hope and inspiration. And it can become really easy to feel as if you're powerless in your life, to feel as if things are happening to you. And, you know, not to negate anyone's experience because we all go through things in life, right? Some maybe more than others. But I do think that once you start to look at manifestation as like you are a co-creator, you're helping to shape your life. Like I said, you get to choose some of these experiences that you want. Like you realize like I have some power here. Like I'm not just a victim of my life. I'm able to choose. I'm able to actually go about life and live the way that I want to, if I choose to live in any specific way. So I do think it's empowering. Um, I personally love everything that I do. And I think that my practice with manifestation has definitely changed over the the years. I started off where I was very much into like, you have to do things a certain way in order to manifest. And I do think that in some ways that discourse can be a little damaging because it makes people feel as if like, okay, this isn't coming in my life or this isn't happening because I'm doing something wrong. And you place that blame Mm. on yourself. Um, but when you start to, you know, dive deeper into it, you realize that like, there's so many different ways to, to practice this. Like, you know, someone may journal like all day, every day. I'm very much a scripting person. Like I love to write down what I'm calling in. I find that my writing is very powerful in that way, but someone else may be a meditation person. Like I personally do not meditate. My meditation is the gym. You'll catch me on the Stairmaster and at the weight section. (laughs) So that's how I meditate. But then it's different for everyone, right? So it's kind of like finding your dance, like with manifestation, finding what works for you. So yeah, it's empowering. It's fun. um, And it allows you to definitely have like more than just hope, but understand that like what you want is not just possible for you, but it is like a thing that can happen if you choose to have it. Which is pretty powerful if you like invite that into your heart and into your soul. Um, I'm curious for you, when was a moment in your life where you saw the evidence of the power of manifestation? Like when was there a moment where you did the thing, you showed up, you practiced daily, however that looks for you. And all of a sudden it happened and it was in front of you. Yeah. So 
I've had a couple, well, not even a couple, like a lot of moments like this. Um, But one of the big ones that I remember was earlier on in my journey, I was at my first full-time job. I hated it so, so much. And I remember getting like the intuitive nudge that I had to leave the job. And at the time I just like, kept telling my mom, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know if I'll find another job. Like, of course, as if there weren't other jobs out there, but you know, it was my first job. I was definitely panicked about the thought of not working there anymore. And she, she literally reminded me, she was like, Hey, like you always talk about like this manifestation stuff. You always talk about staying positive and, you know, keeping your vibe high and like thinking about what you want as if it's already here. She was like, get back to that practice. And so I did. And long story short, I ended up getting fired from the job. (laughs) However, when I got fired, I didn't look at it like, oh my gosh, like I got fired. Like everything sucks. Like this is an awful thing. I remember leaning into faith, which is what I tell a lot of people that follow me. It's like, you'll have those moments where things will happen and you have to trust. Like you literally have to trust. And I say, you know, God, the universe, whatever name you use, you have to trust that that, that like God will see you through that time. Right. And so when I got fired, I remember just feeling like a weight was lifted from my shoulders, but being like, you know what? I give it up to universe. Like I'm trusting in this moment and I'm going to say, whatever comes for me will be for me. And I remember going home and writing down um, an offer letter on paper of the next job that I wanted to call in. Now in the, you know, the meantime, I will say I went through some very odd jobs. I was doing dog walking at one point in time. I did this shipping job where they totally scammed me. Like I worked for a month and they never paid me. I was tested. It was, it was a mess. I was tested. Like I was absolutely tested, but the the entire time I kept thinking, you know what, like what's for me is going to come. Like this isn't that like, I just literally kept the faith and kept my vibe high. I ended up manifesting another job at an amazing company. Like to this day, I still have friends at that company. I still have people I talk to. If I need a reference actually for the current job I have now, my old boss gave me a stunning reference for this job. Like literally called it in. When I tell you I would be at that job, they had dining on site. They had things like they would call in people to do like chair massages. You could bring your dog to work. Like it was, it was pristine. It was a great job. So I called that in right after. And when I tell you it was night and day compared to where I was before and what I was doing and in the same field, I work in marketing. So completely same field. And I remember thinking like, this is it. Like, this is what I was waiting for. And, you know, I had the time at that job and I'm no longer there anymore. I've moved on, but it was the fact that in that season, that's what I needed. That's what I was calling in. And even when things were looking grim and I was walking the dogs in the snow and I hated it because the dogs kept running in the snow and I was like slipping and falling on ice. I kept the faith because I was just like, I know this is not like the end for me. Like this is not the last job I'll ever have, you know? Wow. Good for you for sticking it out. Also, your previous workplace sounds divine. If anyone's <laughs> listening to this and they run their own company, take note because that's pretty yeah. awesome. Um, I think that's the thing is, is manifestation doesn't happen overnight and it really does take a lot of belief. And for you, when it was grim, I know you said you kept your vibes high, you kept the faith alive. Was there anything else that you did during those moments where it felt like life was stagnant? Like, did you have daily reminders? Did you continue to journal? Mm -hmm. How do we keep the manifestation vibes high when it feels like nothing's really happening? 
Yeah. So my big thing, I had a vision board. So that is what I ended up putting. Like I printed this letter out and I put it on the board with exactly how much I wanted to be paid around the time I would get the job um, and all that good stuff. So I had other things on the board, which is since then manifested, but I had a vision board and it was in my room and it was right by my mirror. So every morning when I would get up and get ready for my day, I would literally be looking at this vision board and I would look at it, not like, oh my gosh, like this stuff isn't here yet. Like this is annoying. I'm not living that life yet, but I would look at it and I would be like, oh my gosh, like I can't wait to experience that. Like this is, this is, I would just be so happy as I looked at the board. And I feel like that's a key thing with a vision board is like, you have to be able to look at what's on the board and feel that excitement, feel that happiness, feel that joy for that experience, that thing, that car, that house, like whatever it is. So that was like a daily one for sure. And it was something that I didn't have to like force myself to do because it was built into a daily habit that I already had, which was getting ready in the mirror. So I'm already, you know, I basically put the vision board in a place where I would naturally see it all the time, every single day. Another thing I did was scripting. I love scripting. I do it a little differently these days. Like I don't do it as like a journal entry. I actually do it as like, I call them um, my monthly goals and manifestations list. However, the act of scripting is really powerful. Again, you either love it or you don't, but just sitting down and like writing down like I am so happy I'm at this job, that I got this salary, that I'm having this experience. I'm so grateful for the universe for providing this job to me. I know that I'm always taking care of just like writing it present tense, allowing yourself to feel into that. Like, you know, when you're daydreaming and you get so, so lost in whatever you're thinking about, it's literally like that, but you're on, you're doing it on paper. So you can allow yourself to visualize as well, but I just love to write. I'm just a writer. So I would love to get lost in my writing, doing it that way. So I would do journaling as well. Um, Another thing that I did was just that I didn't allow myself to get caught up in the, just the fact that I wasn't where I wanted to be. So like I said, I had some days where, you know, we're all human. Like I literally would be like, oh my God, I don't want to go to this job or I don't want to do this thing. However, in those moments, I would feel gratitude for the fact that I had that job. So like the dog walking one, for example, or um, at one point I did Rover as well. So my family's house, like I would just tell my parents like, hey, I'm dog sitting today. And like, I would just be at home. Kid you not, would just have dogs, like five dogs in my parents' house. And I would be at home blogging. And I would be like, okay, this isn't my like dream job by any means, but I would allow myself to feel the gratitude and be like, but how cool is it that I get to sit at home and hang out with dogs and like blog? Do you know what I mean? So in that moment, I was allowing myself to feel the gratitude for where I was. That's another huge thing. I think when you're manifesting something, again, it can become super easy to be like, I don't have this thing and focus on that. But it's really good if you actually focus on what you do have right now. What makes you happy right now? What is something that you didn't have before that you manifested now? And for me, I remember a big thing was that I didn't like going into the office. I was like, well, don't have to go into an office anymore. Like here I am at my parents' house working and doing this dog stuff. And, you know, that's, again, it's just the season as a temporary thing, but there's going to be a time when I think back and I'm like, oh man, that was so fun. That time I got to like go on these walks with these dogs and get paid for it. So I just allowed myself to like feel into the gratitude for where I was then. 
And I really think the combination of those three things was super, super powerful. I also, at the time, I used to do full and new moon rituals. I don't really do those anymore. I still do kind of follow the moon, uh, mainly because it uh, syncs up with my cycles. So I kind of just follow <laughs> it naturally. However, um, I used to do full and new moon rituals. So if anyone listening is into that, um, you can look up some different rituals. I have some the my old rituals on my website. So I do kind of talk about like the way that I would do release rituals on the full moon, um, intention setting on the new moon. However, like I said, I do a lot of my intention setting, my goals, calling in my manifestations uh, at the start of the month now. And what else? Oh, spiritual baths. So I would also do those on the new and the full moon time. Yeah. Spiritual bath. So the way I would do them is I would like, like these candles. I found these like online spiritual candles. I think you would just use a regular candle, honestly, but I like them because they had the crystals in them and they had like the dried flowers and dried herbs in them. And I would like my bath and I would just allow myself to like sit. And I, at the time, I guess I was kind of like meditating, except I didn't necessarily always close my eyes, but I would just sit in the bath and just think about the things that I was calling in and just really visualize. Again, I'm a very visual person. Writing is nice as well, but I also like to visualize. So I would just like sit in the bath and visualize and just feel into the good vibes. Like if you ever take a bath, you feel good. You're naturally in a calm, relaxed state. So using that time to actually think about what you're calling in, think about your intentions. It's just like a powerful time to do that. Dun, 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 dun. It's time for Chloe's Clarence pick of the week. Today, I'm going to let you in on a little insecurity of mine. I am very self-conscious of my under eye area. I feel like no matter how much I sleep or how much water I drink or how healthy I eat, I always look tired. So I'm always trying to find the next best product to help me combat the dark circles, the puffiness in the morning, and I have fallen in love with Clarence Total Eye Revive. Ooh, all right. So visibly reduces dark circles and puffiness while smoothing fine lines. Really, it is a hat trick product. See what I did there? A little cute Canadian sports reference. Um, No, but real talk, what I I really like about this is that it's got a cryo-metallic tip, aka fancy for a metal tip, which feels cool against your skin. So immediately it's helping to decongest. And then on top of all the fancy pants products, um, ingredients I mean in there, there's also these luminosity pigments that they added for an immediate brightening effect. So when I wake up in the morning, I throw this bad boy on and it's such a great base for the rest of my face as I go on and it helps to reduce my insecurity just a little bit. So no matter what your insecurity is, let's get through it together as friends, shall we? All right, time to get back to the chat. Oh, I feel like we just got some solid DeAndra prescription. So (laughs) once a month, guys, at the beginning of the month, great opportunity to manifest and set some goals for that month and maybe even long-term, which I love too. Cause I, even yes. for me personally, when I think of the times I I'm like in a manifestation type mood and I I'm looking ahead at life, I make these long-term goals and these long-term visualizations of where I want to go, which cool, but I so very rarely do it on a month to month basis. Like what would I like to manifest within the next 30 days, which in the next 60 days. So I think that's a really cool takeaway for me personally. And also the scripting. Cause when you were saying that, I was like, yeah. I mean, I work in media and I'm like scripting. I'm like, what is she talking about? <laughs> then you say like journaling. And I'm like, wait, this is not your typical journaling. So you're inviting people to practice scripting, which is basically where you would write as though what you're manifesting has come true, right? So if let's say, 
Exactly. You know, like for yourself, when you were looking for that dream job, you'd be like, oh, I have the most wonderful job. It has X, mm-hmm. Y, and Z. I'm getting paid. And that's, I don't think I've ever done that, but it must be, I feel like you kind of got to just relinquish and be vulnerable and allow yourself to write in the present tense with all the offerings life has given you, which I think is really hard for some people to actually believe that we deserve all of the things that we want. Do you have any advice for those of us that know on some level, maybe we're unhappy in a relationship or unhappy in a job, or we know we deserve more out of life, but we almost feel shame and guilt for wanting more out of life. You know what I mean? Like sometimes the the thoughts can start to creep in. It's like, okay, yeah, you want that, but like, you're not, you're never going to get it. You don't have it. Like, how do we deal with that? Yeah. I would say a lot of that comes from if you grew up not seeing that. And that's definitely something that I've had to still work through to this day with certain things. So I think if you grow up and you're seeing your caregivers not necessarily like have more than enough or even have enough, or you were always struggling, like paying the bills was really hard. There was just a lot of turmoil in different areas. Like naturally you are going to see that as normal. And even though you may be an adult now and you may consciously know, you know, I have enough money to pay my rent. I have enough money to do this. Like there's still that subconscious belief of, oh my God, what if one day I lose it all? Me too. Hi. (laughs) So I I'm there as well. I'm there as well. So what helps is like looking at other people that you can get excited and inspired by who have some version of what you want. So Lacey Phillips, who she is the creative to be magnetic. I think maybe you've heard of it. Um, She's another manifestation coach and she she's coined the term expanders is what she calls them. So they're people that they can essentially expand your subconscious. Like if you look at them and you're like, okay, they're living a similar type of life that I want to live. And they've also come from a similar type of background as myself. It sort of shows you like, okay, it is possible, right? It is possible. And it can happen for you because it happened for them. So I know social media can be a really tricky place because often it's like, if you get caught up too much with the scrolling and the, you know, all the stuff, it can become detrimental and you can kind of start to, you know, have like low self-esteem or low self-worth from just seeing other people and maybe feeling jealousy. So that's why I think it's good to audit what you're seeing on social media. I do it like hardcore, but I think it's good to follow people that inspire you that also maybe come from similar backgrounds as you that look like you, mm-hmm. if you can look at them and say, wow, like it is possible. Like if they, if they did it, I can too. So I love to do that. I also like listen to a lot of like rappers who talk about this stuff. And for me, I just love it. Like you'll hear them in their songs. They talk about make, like coming out, coming out of the mud or making it out of the mud, like whatever they say, either way, I don't know if they've all done that because sometimes they just say it in songs but hearing that in the music as well helps me so I think just finding the people that inspire you that you're not jealous of right Mm. that show you that that is possible for you is really good it's going to help to expand your subconscious it's going to help to show you that you can have that as well Um, if you're able to in some ways have a conversation with that person or maybe you know befriend them in some way not just to for your own benefit of course but like to be in their energy to get to know them to kind of like learn from them. Um, maybe there's an opportunity for them to mentor you or something like that. Like that's another good thing. However, I just think really it's like exposing yourself to more of those people and just seeing like how possible it is. Like once you start to realize so many people out here did start with nothing and now they have so much it, you realize like, Hmm, 
it definitely is possible for me as well. Oh, I think that's such great advice. And I think social media, you're right. There's a lot of shitty elements to social media, but you, friends, have the power to curate your feed. So Mm -hmm. your feed is not serving you. If your feed is making you feel less than or unworthy, well, this is your friendly reminder to go and do a social media audit, like DeAndre just said. For anyone who wants to start manifesting and and being a co-creator of their own life you know where Mm -hmm. does someone start yeah I would say the biggest thing to do is actually ask yourself what you want sounds so simple but I don't think a lot of us know what we want at least when we okay so if you ask someone like what do you want like what do you want to be or what do you want to do or what do you want to have a lot of people they automatically go to like what their parents told them they had to do, or they may go to saying the things that society tells them they should have to be successful. So it's kind of like these, you know, external ideas of what happiness should be about or what happiness should be for you. So peeling that back and asking yourself, like, what do I actually want? Like, do I actually want you know, all of these bags? Do I actually want to work in this field? Do I actually care about living in this type of house and driving this type of car? Or is it that I've seen that so much online that I feel like that's what I should want? So asking yourself and getting clear on what you want is going to be the first step. Once you're actually there, it is about allowing yourself to explore if you have any sort of blocks or any sort of self-sabotaging behavior that could be preventing you from having that thing. Um, I've often found with myself, my self-sabotaging behavior comes in the form of procrastination or in the form of imposter syndrome. So, you know, having a lot of knowledge, having a lot of knowledge that I do want to share with other people, but thinking for some reason that who's going to listen to me or why is my knowledge better than someone else's? So I've had to, you know, continuously work through that. Uh, same thing with the procrastination. It's sort of like, why am I procrastinating? I'm procrastinating because I want this thing to be perfect. What is perfect? Perfect doesn't exist. So why am I just holding myself back from sharing knowledge that people could benefit from simply because I think that it's not good enough, right? So just kind of working through that. But definitely the first step is like getting clear on what you want. Then you can sort of explore the different tools that we talked about. So scripting or visualization, um, writing down different goals that are related to your manifestations, just doing different things and allowing yourself to explore. So sorry, allowing yourself to explore because I do think that there isn't a specific one size fits all routine for everyone. And in order for you to find out what your routine looks like, you should try a couple of different things when getting into this, right? See what you like, see what you resonate with, see what's fun for you and what's not fun for you. Yeah. And I think just going off of fun, like this should be a fun process, like of your dream life or your dream job or your dream relationship, like whatever it is you're yearning for should be a really fun process. Like you're, you get to build out this awesome life that gets you fired up and gets you excited to start your day. And so if you're not having fun while you're trying these tools, maybe try another tool, maybe ask yourself, what do you want again? And make sure that it's in alignment and that there's some pleasure and some happiness, um, stored in there. And 
I'm so glad that you don't let this idea of imposter syndrome stop you from putting content outline online, excuse me, because it's so powerful what you're sharing. One of the things you shared that really like stuck out to me is you shared something along the lines of action does not need to be taken with the energy of pushing and aggression. It can be done in a flow state. And that's the fun thing about action, like inspired action specifically, right? Like, you know, when you get that sort of like, buzzy feeling because you just got a cool idea and you're like oh I want to try this thing or I want to do this thing and it's almost like when you're a kid and you get those ideas you just jump on them without even thinking because you're just so excited as adults we kind of lose that and so we have this idea then we have the action but in between we start to think oh god what what are they going to think about me or like oh my gosh like what is going to happen if I do this or what if I fail and we have all these ideas that come in between us actually doing the thing But once you start to kind of like break down that wall and you go from idea to action, that's when you see so much stuff start to like come in faster. Because I would say that taking inspired action has the ability to like catapult your manifestation. Like if you're just sitting at home and you're like, I'm going to get into the energy of this thing. I'm going to get into like the the vibration of this thing. I'm going to get into like that state, right? It's like, yeah, like someone could show up at your door and give you what you want. Or there's a way that like, you could get what you want. However, I do think it takes a long time or it might not happen in the way that you want. Or it's just, for me, I feel like that's almost like um, very passive and Mm. not necessarily you allowing yourself to believe that you are a co-creator of your life. That feels like you're not not doing anything powerful. You're just waiting on someone to give you what you want versus getting up and saying, okay, I have this vision. Like, yes, there's divine timing. Yes. There's other things at play, right. That I can't control. I can't control everything. And I accept that. I understand that, but I'm going to take this action because I'm inspired to do it. And it excites me. And all of a sudden you do that thing and then like everything goes, you know, everything blows up from there in a good way. Um, so I love, I love taking action. I'm very action oriented. Well, speaking of taking action, I couldn't help, but notice another post where you shared a woman who cuts her hair is about to change her life. Yes. (laughs) And I just want to say that I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. So I honestly feel like cutting your hair, like I said, just has the ability to completely change your life. So I was at the gym the other day and I was getting like this nudge to just cut my hair. I've cut my hair off. Like this would be the fourth time. So I've done it a couple of times. Okay. I've been around the block a few times. I know what's going to happen here. It's going to be gone. It's going to grow back. But I was just having this urge. And I remember having the urge to also look up the energetic, like the energetic importance of hair and like, how does hair hold energy? Mm-hmm. Found a ton of different articles talking about energy in hair and how our, en- or how our hair holds energy. And so often when you're getting the urge to like cut your dead ends off or cut your hair after a breakup or after like, you know, losing a job or getting a new job or whatever the case is, then it's not just the, you know, I want a new look because I'm going into a new season of my life thing, but it's literally the fact that you're like, I intuitively want to get rid of that energy that is no longer serving me, that is being held through my hair. So it was very, very powerful, very cathartic. Um, I do love a good bake still, you know, (laughs) but I will say that it was just such a cathartic thing. I came home and I was just like, I want this gone. And I think my hair had held so much because the last time I cut my hair, it was actually right before 
I ended up entering my last, like, I would say my last big season of life. So that's right before I moved to, I, I lived in Jersey before I lived in Dallas. That's right before I moved to Jersey with a partner. Um, that's when we had gotten back together. Like uh, so many things were different in my life. And now I'm like single, I'm in a different city. I'm in a different job. I'm doing different things that it just felt like I needed a fresh start completely. I said, where are my shares? <laughs> where are they? Because <laughs> it has to go. And it goes back. That's the yeah. other thing I always say, like, you know, again, I've done this a few times. So I've just gotten to the point where I'm like, it grows back. <laughs> so I'll be okay. And like I said, I, I put a wig on anyway, so I'll be all right. <laughs> I've got a whole collection of hair extensions, depending on how oh, I long it. I want to go or how thick I want to go. So oh my gosh, play. I love it. You know, <laughs> um, I could talk to you all day about this. I can't believe how quickly the time has gone by, but we'll make sure to have all your links and stuff below. But I'd love to just take a moment and ask you, like, if people want to work with you or take workshops, like what are some of the services you offer and how can they get in touch? Yeah. Oh, I love that. So right now um, I do have enrollment for my new masterclass experience called Goal Getter Manifestation. It's literally exactly what we were talking about earlier, where I'm talking about how to actually blend action taking, inspired action taking with spiritual practices to help you manifest your best life. Because I think Again, I don't want to focus too much on just sitting around and waiting. I want you to feel empowered. I want you to actually take the steps to do the thing, to call in what you want to call in and also do so in, like I said, that flow state. So not necessarily aggressively pushing, but more so taking action from a place of flow. So that is happening, but I'm so excited about that. I honestly feel like it is just a blend of every single thing that I love to talk about. Um, and then for someone who doesn't want to do that, but kind of still wants to learn, I do have some workbooks on my site that go over just like manifestation, scripting, a lot of the basic stuff, but also still going in depth enough for the beginner who kind of wants to dip their toes in a little yeah. bit more. Um, and lastly, I just launched a community. So it's a free community. So I, like I said, I live here in Dallas, but I don't have, uh, well, I'm now building my friend group here. However, it's it's definitely a place where I don't have um, family close by or any of my old friends close by. So community has been super important to me in this season. And I know for a lot of my listeners, they're in similar boats where they maybe ended a relationship or they moved somewhere or they're in school and they're away from their family and friends. So even online community where it's literally just like we're chatting, um, free events, make friends in there in your city or maybe in different cities. It's very cool. We're building it up. Um, so you just kind of did the soft launch for that, but it is a free community. So anyone who is into this stuff or wants to find a friend that's also like high vibe and into spirituality manifestation is welcome to join. Oh, I'm definitely going to be joining. And I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to have my own version of a spiritual bath. I'm going to light some candles. and I'm Yes, do it. Um, Before I let you go, I'd love to end the podcast uh, the same way with everybody by asking, what does healthy is hot mean to you? For some people, it's a mantra, a philosophy, an affirmation they're holding on to. But I'm curious for you and in the line of work that you do, what comes up when you think of healthy is hot? Yeah, I think of that glow you get when you just feel good, like, you know, the glow. Okay. <laughs> so it's like when you're eating well, when you're taking care of yourself, both physically, spiritually, mentally, all the things it's like, people will be like, you're glowing or you have a glow. It's like, Ooh, you look good. Like, have you done something now? <laughs> I'm just healthy. Okay. <laughs> and hot. <laughs> so that's what I think of. <laughs> 
Oh, you just like, I just got like full body goosebumps. I love that answer so much. Um, DeAndre, I can't thank you enough for your time. You are one of a kind. I would love to do like a part two of this at some point. Um, remember friends, DeAndre's got a podcast. Go check out her website. Go check out her IG. Um, it's full of amazing value and content inspiration. And I will be joining that community. So I will, I'll see you later. Yay. Yes, yes. And thank you so much for having me on. This is so much fun. Well, 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 who else is feeling fired up and inspired after that chat? Yeah, same here. I can't believe I'm saying this, but just like that, another episode of the Healthy is Hot podcast in the books. Once again, I'm your host, Chloe Wild. And look, if you enjoyed this, go ahead and subscribe so you never miss out. Rate and leave us a cute little comment. Follow us on Instagram at Healthy is Hot. And remember, healthy is fucking beautiful. We'll see you next week. Brought to you by Clarence.